you know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. And it is us, those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And, and Jeff, you don't have top 100 golf instructor up there on your name anymore. Has the, has the no. novelty worn off or what? No, not at all. <laughs> I just didn't type it in this time. I thought you'd have some cool graphic that was going to go up there. And I just didn't type it in. That's all right. Ah. Oh, well. They, they've oh, not well. banished me yet. <laughs> they just let me in the room. Right? That's it. They, they just got you yet. there. I, I want to apologize for the outdoor sounds because uh, I, I'm quasi outdoors. Uh, once again, the uh, air conditioning unit in the studio has uh, gone kaflooing. So, um, yeah, we're working with fans and open windows. So if you hear any semis rolling down I-64, I apologize up front. But you're just going to have to live <laughs> with it this week. We have, uh, I, I, I assume, by her presence, we have a special guest you might like to introduce. We real do. Quickly. We have one of my absolute all-time favorites sitting right next to me. See, hear me banging on her shoulder. Um, Miss Ava Bunker, she is 13 years old, and she is an outstanding young golfer. And she just came back from Pinehurst, where she was playing in the U.S. Kids World Championships, and she was in the teen division. Mm -hmm. Here she shows up with hardware. Oh. We've got our pictures taken. She's got a brand new fancy bag that she wants. She brought home a big fat trophy. Things are looking good. And everybody else that's listening right now is sitting back and they don't care about the bag. They don't care about the trophy. They're going, damn, she's 13 and she played at Pinehurst. Yeah. Guess what? Six times. It was her sixth time playing in Pinehurst. Six and this time. week she had two rounds on number two. Oh. Oh yes. So see, well, I'm wearing like Donald Ross style hat just just to uh, you know signify my uh, my acceptance of the whole thing here. You know. Oh, that's so. great. We're glad that you're involved with that. <laughs> Makes everybody it's the closest. Happy. It's the closest I could get, man. <laughs> but we're going to be talking to Ava. We're going to be talking about Ava, and we're going to be relating some stories. And you know, you're going to sit back and say, "Why didn't I compete when I was 13?" So I could do all this cool stuff. And we're going to tell you probably because you hadn't taken any lessons from Jeff and you're just not that good. <laughs> that's that's probably the answer we're looking for. Yeah. Well, that's no the one, answer that's probably coming out. No one on that end. No one on that end is disagreeing. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang with us because we're coming right back. Yes, I know. We have waited a very long time. But summertime is here. And you're going to be outside and you are going to be hot. You're going to be sweating. You are going to be uncomfortable and you're going to want to be cool. And one of the ways to stay cool, to be cool, to feel cool and to look cool and to keep the summer heat from melting your ice cubes is to stay frosty where it counts in brand new Tommy John underwear. Yeah, because when you wear Tommy John, you're that much cooler, literally and figuratively. So you can do everything better thanks to breathable, lightweight fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. There are dozens of comfort innovations. Tommy John keeps you looking and feeling cool all season long from lounging at home to the summertime fun out on the golf course or anywhere else you're going. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. With over 17 million pairs sold, people love their Tommy John underwear and their loungewear. I love my stuff, too. I love wearing the Tommy John hammock pouch underwear. Wore it last weekend playing golf up at the Pete Dye course. 
because man, it just it just makes you feel so comfortable. And when you're comfortable, you don't have to worry about that that discomfort and the, the uncomfortable rearranging that we do. You, you just play better. I can honestly say, get Tommy John hammock pouch underwear, and you will play better golf. Because Tommy John doesn't just make you feel cooler; you actually are cooler. You can stay up to seven degrees cooler than wearing cotton in Tommy John's Apollo underwear. Plus, there's no risk because you're covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free guarantee. ShopTommyJohn.com slash golf guys right now. Get 20% off your first order. 20% off right now. This minute. Go now. Go to TommyJohn.com slash golf guys and shop. Pick out what you want. Get 20% off everything you order. TommyJohn.com slash golf guys. See site for details. You're going to love wearing Tommy John underwear. You're going to love wearing Tommy John lounge pants. Get you a couple of pairs of those. You'll thank me. They have the Tommy John best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free, guarantee. TommyJohn.com slash golf guys. And it is us, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there, our special guest, Ava Bunker, who... I mean, the name is so apropos. What else could you do but play golf? You know, I guess say have that. to. Before we discuss how well you did in the most recent tournament, let's talk about the last time that I saw you, which was in you were you were moving your bag from the cart your mother was riding in into the cart that the pro was riding in at the uh, pro am for the Symmetra Tours Donald Ross Classic. How was that eighteen holes, Ava? How much fun did you have? I had a lot of fun. I would say it was probably the best experience I had. Did it encourage you even more than you already are? Oh, yeah, definitely. So they didn't try to talk you out of the uh, the professional golfer life, huh? No. <laughs> I would say the tour player played with, um, she encouraged me a lot, and I definitely encouraged her too. Yeah. I've heard rumors that the there were very few strokes separating you two at the end of 18 score wise. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't counting my score. Somebody was though, Jeff, weren't they? I heard, heard things. Heard that you were very close. Heard many strokes different at all. Yeah. Yeah. Did So in this, uh, in this event uh, at French Lick mm-hmm. that you're talking about, this was the, uh, the Symmetra tour and there was a pro-am. Right. On the Donald Ross golf course. What do you think of the golf course? It was all right. I mean, I definitely wouldn't want to walk it. <laughs> John didn't want to walk it from the cart to the tee box. Are you kidding me? <laughs> there were some long walks. There were some long walks. I mean, the greens were all right. Just you have to hit it in the right place to stay on. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're just going way far. Yeah. Yeah. How did you do on number eight, that green that has about a 30-degree slope back to front with the pin at the back? Isn't that the one you birdied on your own ball? Isn't that the one? That's the one with the big big ravine. No, No, it's a par four. The dog leg left. Dog leg left with a big ravine. You did. Yeah, she birdied on her own ball. Yeah, Yeah. wasn't that like a 15-foot putt? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how like that? How long you've been taking? Uh, you've been working with Jeff, David. Um, oh, over a year now. Over a year. Yeah, and things what, have probably last May. Uh, something like that. Something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. 
and um, you know, we've we've had some fun. Lots. And Lots knowing of fun, a lot of trophies. Knowing what I know about Jeff, and knowing that there were three golfers in your group that probably weren't anywhere near as good as either you or the pro you were playing with. Do you find yourself looking at other people going, Ooh, Jeff would say this <laughs> or maybe Jeff would make you do that or something like that. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just can't help yourself when you do that. Can you? No. <laughs> cause, cause I, I, I even do that. I see other people and I go, you know what Jeff Smith would say? In yeah. fact, I have a little bracelet. We're going to start selling WWJSD. What would Jeff Smith do? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I think my bracelet that I've got is it says sarcasm wins every time. <laughs> and you speak it well, man. You really do. You really do. So he's probably how the long... most sarcastic person I've known. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would agree I with that. With teenagers <laughs> and, and adults, and you have works. to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I found, however, sarcasm doesn't work on paper. That's the one drawback to sarcasm, right? It, yeah. it doesn't. It's really no. hard to do that online. You know, yeah. typing in some post someplace, it's pretty hard to do. Emojis yeah. don't work. No. For that. Eye no. roll and, does. And, and I roll, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I've seen Jeff with many of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Ava, we, we've spoken briefly in the past, but let's let's go back and revisit it because you you have been encouraged by Jeff and you are being coached by Jeff, and he's very proud of the fact of of your accomplishments both before and during your your relationship with each other. But what are your plans? I mean, you love this game. You told us a couple of weeks ago that that this is your life. Yeah, it is. It's like so, my whole schedule is built. Just around golf. Wow. And it's just, I love it. And and what, how does that schedule go? Let's talk about that. What, um, just describe it for us. A typical day for you. Typical day is range and putting and chipping and up and downs, two hours at least, and then 18 holes. So it's probably a good six to eight hour day. Hmm. And you do the homeschooling thing? Yeah. I don't start up until August 9th. So I still okay. have a little bit of time. And then there's cool. the workout days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because and Fridays. Yeah, because Fridays. golfers are athletes these days. Got to be athletes. Uh, I, you, you don't, and you don't have the Craig Stadlers of the world out there anymore. No, you don't. And the John, <laughs> you don't hey, have. Hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry. I, sorry. <laughs> The John Daly's. Right? That's what you were yeah, going to say. Yeah. The John Daly's. Yeah, they're right. They're they're not out there holding trophies anymore. It's always yeah. the people that are strong and fit. They're, yeah. they're not sitting back talking and drinking coffee. So, yeah, that's yeah. you know that's some true. some of us do what we're acclimated to do, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what can I say? I do not have the wherewithal, the desire, or the ability to go out and hit the range in the putting green for three hours a day and then play 18 holes and then come home and do something else. No. Um, Ava, it took John years of this golf show for me to convince him to actually speak the word practice without stuttering, without getting, breaking out in hives and thinking that's like the evil scourge of the earth. He, he now can say the words practice. But can you only say practice? 
Yeah, it was. Yes. <laughs> See, yeah, it's, it's it was just like that. Yeah. It is. It's like that. Yeah. He's yet well, to you know, go do it, but he's at least he can talk about it. And many, many of us just don't have the, um, the let's time. say the time, the time, or the and patience. <laughs> See, she understands, yeah. Jeff. You should listen to her, man. Yeah, I, I do. She's sitting <laughs> literally right next to me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, let her words sink in, okay? Time and patience. Right. Yes. She's yeah. discipline. She's got these things. Oh, down oh, oh, that hurt, Ava. Here. That hurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's got these little things written down on note cards about things about John she remembered and she, she wrote down why he doesn't practice <laughs> yeah uh, so how how long have you been playing tournament golf Ava? probably since I was around six and a half seven did you ever get intimidated by the whole atmosphere or were you just hey I'm ready to go from the get go no I try not to get intimidated unless there's like a girl who's like two feet taller than me. (laughs) Well, the pro you were playing with was quite tall. Yeah. You remember her name? She's also an adult. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 She was, she was over six feet. I think she said six foot one. Yeah. Yeah. And six foot one and, and an athlete built like an athlete. Yeah. Performing like an athlete. Yeah. And here's Ava, an entire foot shorter and at least 80 pounds lighter. Yeah. Yeah. At least. But but probably just in almost as good shape, though, if not better for, you know, comparison of age and stuff. Body body size. Did you say? Body size, I'm short. Yeah. Yes. So as we talk about how she got down to Pinehurst, right? There's, you know, every year, the last few years, she's gone down to Pinehurst to play in the, in the junior world championships Mm -hmm. put on by us kids. It's a big deal. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, that that's not one of those things you just say, Oh, I'm a, I'm a decent player. I'll go sign up for this one. That's not how this one works. You can't sign up for this one. You qualify for this one. Yeah. You have to have enough points. Yeah. And we can, and we can go through exactly how you accumulated all those points what you've had to do to do it uh, as soon as we come back. We are those weekend golf guys. Ava Bunker is our guest. She's 13 years old, champion golfer, uh, going to be, you know, I'm, I'm sure she'll be ranked very high in the world, both in amateur status and in, in pro once you turn pro, because uh, that is where you're going. So we'll we'll talk about all of it when we come right back. Don't you go away. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys, facebook.com slash golf guys. Hey, it's John, and I am sure that you, like me, watch the golfers on TV, both men and women playing the PXG clubs, and you go, man, those clubs look so cool. I wish I was good enough to play with those. Well, you know, PXG makes world-class, high-performance golf equipment for golfers of every skill level, even ours. From the newest, most technologically advanced Gens golf clubs to the more budget-friendly O211 line of sticks, PXG delivers unbelievable quality, distance, forgiveness, and feel. PXG doesn't sell off the shelf. No, no, no. Every club is customized to fit your individual swing. That's why you will be so much better with a set of PXG clubs. You can buy online at pxg.com. You can call them at 
play PXG, or you can visit a PXG store or a fitting studio near you. You know what they say, and it's absolutely true. PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. If you love finding those hidden gems for a golf getaway, we have your next great discovery, French Lick Resort. Their Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses have been ranked number one and two in Indiana for 11 years in a row by Golf Week. Plus, you can hit the casino for the sports book and live dealer table games. There is a ton of ways to play here. Go to FrenchLick.com to get started on a getaway of your own. Think French Lick for your next road trip. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Generic Sildenafil allows you to save up to $650 on Viagra. Why pay name brand prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get the same results for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 50 generic Sildenafil pills for just $99. Call 800-705-1451. That's 800-705-1451. 4051. Again, 800-705-4051. And we are back this weekend, Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And there's the semi I warned you about going by on I-64 here in our air conditionless studio. And I apologize well, for the I noise. But there this, you go. Our RAC here in the golf studio is working just fine. Yeah, yeah it's really Rub nice it in. and cool. It's nice chilly, and cold. Oh, thank you, guys. I what, appreciate it's like 92 that. 92 degrees outside? It was, yeah. We, just on the other side of these doors. It's, yeah. know, it's just warm. It's over it's, there. It's hot, right? But, you know, yeah. inside, you mm-hmm. know, we're, we're doing all kinds of good things mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And we're not, there's not sweating at all. Yeah. No. Glad to hear it, guys. I really am. Because your comfort is paramount of importance to me. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I could put a sweatshirt on right now. It's so cold. <laughs> She has Just been saying. with you way too long, Jeff. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have not only coached her in golf, you've coached her in attitude. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, I didn't have to do that. <laughs> no wonder. She no brought wonder that she's with her. <laughs> it's a match made in heaven. What can I say? All right. So, Ava, let's let's go back. The uh, the tournament uh, that that you just finished what finished third in was it? Yeah. In the uh, the the national championships thing at Pinehurst number two, uh, how many points did you need, and how did you go about accumulating those points throughout the course of the year? I honestly don't know about the points okay. because of last year with COVID, I was able to come back this year. Oh, I got you. Okay, okay. So I haven't played in the tournaments for that go up to that tournament for mm-hmm. the points. I just came back because of the points that I had. Gotcha. I haven't probably played in those tournaments for a good two years. And that pretty sure she's going to be invited back next year, though. Well, yeah, I've um, got enough points. Yeah, unless unless back. unless the people who finished fourth through last have, have a complaint, we don't want her in here because then we can't win. <laughs> <laughs> they played three days at the club at Longleaf, and mm-hmm. um, that's a, that's a nice track. Um, I forget who designed the club at Longleaf now, but um, nonetheless, it's a good, it's a really nice track. And um, she shot uh, what 73, 72, 72. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And then uh, and then headed over to Pinehurst number two for the the you have to play so well in in the in this tournament to actually get invited to play 
in the with the Van Horn Cup. Is that the name of it? Yeah, you have to get top four. Mm. And like the first day, it's for the score. So if you get top four or four, fourth, blah, uh, um, top four with the score, um, then you'll play in it for the first two days. Cool. And then it's match play on uh, Pinehurst number two. Yeah. You have a partner, and then you play against the two girls that are team duo. So you okay. have the blue team and the red team. Let me ask you, Gabe, what, which do you prefer? Which format? Do you prefer stroke or, or match play? I like stroke. Do you? Yeah. Is that, is that, uh, that, I guess people who have a tendency to be better than the, their opponents on most occasions prefer stroke because you can yeah. get – an insurmountable lead after a while with yeah, match I like play. Stroke. I think yeah. it's easier. See, I like match play because even if I blow up on a hole, I'm only one behind, not yeah. like seven, seven strokes behind. You know? <laughs> it's different. Yeah. It's mentally easier on you at that point. And that, and that brings me to the question I was going to have Jeff is, is how much mental coaching have you done or arranged to have done, or does she need any at all? He's well, probably did most of it. That's all it's okay. been is mental. <laughs> yeah. I think a little bit of swing, but mental. So there's the development of a player, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do some things that are swing related when necessary, some things that are power generation when necessary, some things that are uh, reading putts um, and, and chipping and pitching and getting it up and down. Yeah. And then there's an awful lot of how to be a better player. Where do you have your golf ball? You know, today we spent some time talking about kind of downloading after a, a big event like this, going, okay, what were my takeaways? What did I learn? What did I learn about what I need to be better at relative to my top level competition? This is a big tournament. So you can learn a little bit about who you are, learn a little bit about what you need to do by assessing the competition and what they do better than you at some point who you played with and what were their strengths? What were their weaknesses? How did, were your weaknesses exposed? Uh, we start to learn what is it that makes you tick? Mm-hmm. So okay. at, at every higher level tournament, I want to find out about the player to find out what makes them perform best. So that way we can continue that, whatever those things are. So John, try to imagine when you've had some of your best rounds of golf, what were all the things that could have gone into it? For example, did you have coffee in the morning or not? Uh, mm-hmm. Did you get enough sleep the night before or not? Um, did you eat a good breakfast? Did you eat a good breakfast? Did you eat a good mm-hmm. dinner the night before? Mm-hmm. What's your mood? Did you get irritated before you play? Oh, yeah. Uh, people, John, John <laughs> think about your own history uh, that you've said numerous times on the show. When you played with other people that you didn't know who they were, you were so uncomfortable playing that nothing good ever happened. But once you became better at that piece, now all of a sudden you can now play with dang near anybody and not be affected. These are things, right? Things that make a player tick. Yeah. And so Ava and I've spent quite a bit of time trying to make sure that she is continuing to, to learn herself and to be better to remain at the top of these leaderboards. I'm going to ask you the same question to both of you. And I want Ava to answer first. And then Jeff, you can come in because Ava may not want to get into too much detail, but your abilities have been recognized by many people, your desires and your 
your plans for the future have been accepted by your parents and they have done given up what they need to give up, made whatever arrangements they need to make in order for you to pursue those goals. How did you convince your parents? Now, did your parents play golf? Do they understand what, I mean, how, how did they look at you and say, we have someone here who can be one of the best at this game. If we just let her concentrate on doing this. I mean, you're 13 years old. A lot of parents would say, ah, you're too young to make that kind of a commitment. Well, they've always en- encouraged me, and my dad and my, my mom—they don't play. They okay. don't want to play. It's well, even, even if they did, they probably wouldn't want to play with you now. No, <laughs> my dad is not playing with me. He gets too embarrassed. Yeah, I can understand that. But they've always encouraged me. They always thought okay. and say I could do good. It's more mm-hmm. of the practice. I ask them to practice. I have them take me to practice. And then I just practice for hours. And yeah. they're just fine with it. I guess it's really let that last little sentence sink in. They're just fine with it? <laughs> oh, practice? No, the, the, the practicing <laughs> part, right? Yeah. I'll, let that sink, I'll let that sink in, John. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I mean, I understand. If I wanted to be a professional golfer, I would have practiced too. You know? John's last name on the screen, it's Ashton, but in reality, it's Iverson. So, <laughs> we don't need no stinking practice. You won't get that. I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> he will explain it. But Jeff, uh, and, and in the next segment, or we can do it now, we've got time. What kind of counseling do you give parents? What, what would you say had her parents not been so supportive, knowing her talent level? Well, I would have absolutely had to lay the hammer down on them to know what's here. And if they had not been as supportive as they already are, right, I would have had to have, you know, a handful of come to Jesus meetings, so to speak, with mm-hmm. them. But I don't have to, yeah, um, because they are not the ones that are pushing her. She's the one that are that's asking and saying, "I want this, I want this, I want this," and I'm and I'm proving it by my effort. They're smart enough to see what's going on here. And to work to provide that without too much outside uh, pressure at all. Um, right. Both parents um, understand that this is a, a difficult game. But it's hard as a parent, speaking of one right now, as myself as a parent, as you know, mm-hmm. um, it's hard to be a parent of a golfer because we look at things from an objective standpoint when we're yards away and we watch the person perform a non-golfer sees things from a non-golfer's perspective. Exactly. And they look at it from the outside going, well, you did this and you did that and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that, but they don't have the mind of a player Mm -hmm. because they haven't played. Right. Fortunately for Ava, that that doesn't doesn't come into play too much because they understand that they're not players and that there is this whole different mentality Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going on within the mind of a player is what do they know internally that they can do and what do they want to do? What do they feel good about doing at the time? And then the player hits shots that the, the outsider perspective, the parent who's not golfer um, looks at and goes, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this just happened. Or you did this, right? The parents who don't really play much 
don't really have a perspective on how hard it is to actually control the golf ball. Yeah. And then they don't have a, a really good perspective on what it's like to um, control your own emotions as a player in the heat of battle. And so I have a different viewpoint of it, having been a player, having mm-hmm. being a golf coach, having understanding the, the feelings that go along with that game and the knowledge of yourself. Right. I understand where the player's perspective is. And I also understand where the parent's perspective is. And I'm the person in the middle that can blend it really well. I think what but, you're basically saying is, is parents who are non-players maybe are hard-pressed to actually recognize the talent level. Of their well, child. not just the talent level, but they, they also view things from a different perspective without the knowledge of what it is to actually be able to perform what they're seeing. Gotcha. Okay. I, well, I we come right back to parents can, that are that way, and it's, yeah. it's difficult. Well, we've, we've yeah. seen them from both sides, and, and we'll talk about those in the next segment when we come right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Ava Bunker, champion, junior golfer, Jeff Smith, top 100 teacher in the world, and John Ashton. Just some guy who talks for a living. We'll be right back. If you're fed up with your credit card's high interest rates and your balances are so out of control that they never seem to go down, one call to Consolidated Credit can get the relief you need. Consolidated Credit has helped over 6 million people with credit card debt, and their certified credit counselors are ready to help you. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast without destroying your credit. The program works, and the consultation is free. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800 800- 214-3104 800-214-3104 That's 800-214-3104 Consolidated Credit Solutions Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard Fort Lauderdale, Florida 33313 Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation Maryland DM 1492 Oregon DM 80092 Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission License Number DC 83 Service may adversely affect the individual's credit Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity including legal action not a loan company and we are back those weekend golf guys i'm john ashton he is jeff smith still one of the top 100 golf teachers in the country man i actually read i get golf magazine man it's just it's just i knew it was coming i knew it happened i saw the, the the stuff they gave you the logo to share and everything but reading it in the pages of the magazine still kind of thrilled me a little bit i just gotta tell you you know it's I'm pretty cool going, i know that guy man because i don't want to get rid of it right i want to keep it on my <laughs> don't play you man <laughs> you need to frame it uh we're, we're talking with ava bunker who's 13 years old champion junior golfer who has her sights set on a professional golfing career we were talking about parents and being able to recognize and support a child even as young as well, you're 13 now, but when you started making decisions that this is what you wanted to do, Ava, you were much younger, right? I mean, you've been wanting to do this. You said you started at six? Five. Five. And, I mean, that's that's got to be – it's got to be tough for a parent to accept that kind of a decision from a child at that early of an age. Yeah. I think that the parents were smart enough here to just watch, you know, and, and mm-hmm. say, okay, let's let this happen and let's – let's see how this goes, right? A lot of parents get into this with their kids. They go, Oh yeah, we want to play golf, but you never know to what level. Mm -hmm. And the kids will, will keep going and keep going if they enjoy it and they're driven by it and they find it to be fun and engaging and challenging. And that's terrific. And and you've played with a bunch of people, a bunch of kids 
in the top level tournaments that you're playing in, you're probably seeing very much the same scenario where the kids are really the ones that are that are there, but sometimes you run into the ones that that the parents are really pushing. Yeah, hard. I can tell when some don't like it and they don't want to be there, but I can tell when others are excited and happy that they're actually doing the Yeah. You don't want to miss a putt and have the reaction my dad's going to yell at me for that. No. And he doesn't. He wouldn't. Yeah. No, but there are um, some people whose whose dads would that are yeah. playing in those tournaments. I talk to girls and if they just miss a putt by an inch, they're like, "Oh god, I'm in for it." No. That's so sad. Yeah. Come on, parents. Yeah. What are you doing? I have some conversations with parents when they come in and they bring me, you know, a child and they they say, okay, I I want my daughter to be really good at this. And instantly I already know the scenario when the parent is doing 90% of the talking Mm -hmm. about what's happening and what's going on. They think it's just communication, but what it is, is it's an admission at the same time. So I like to ask the the kids themselves and I try to engage with the player. And then I try to set the stage early that I'm um, somewhat dismissing the parents in the scenario because I want them involved, but to the point where they have to understand that this is about the player and the child wanting to do this because if they don't, I'm out. It's totally different if it's the, if it's the parent's dream as opposed to if it's the, if it's the player's dream. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and we've all seen it enough that, you know, the parents, you know, some come to you with, say, scorecards uh, mm-hmm. of their, their child and they rate them. Uh, I've got one parent that, that came to me one time that had A's, B's, C's, D's and F's on a scorecard about certain <laughs> things. Oh, and I thought, okay. oh, boy, <laughs> there's a child that's not happy. This right is going to be fun. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. What message would you have? Because it, it may be a sad commentary in this day and age, but. If you want to be a professional golfer, you have to make that decision in those choices and start living the life to prepare for that at an age of 11, 12, 13 years old. You have to yeah. do the, the stuff that Ava is doing. You how, do you, like, how, how do you how do you convince your parents if your parents aren't into it? though? I think that's really hard. You know, her yeah. parents were were they were into it. They were great easy to convince. Right. Because yeah. here they are. Yeah. Um, and, and doing that. But I, I think that. You know, I've seen some kids that are really into it, into it, that the parents are going, oh, well, wait a minute. We got two other kids and we got a job and we got this, we got that. And we just Mm -hmm. can't, you know, just drop everything and hey, let's go to this tournament out in Timbuktu. And, um, you know, so there's some there's some realities for people. But then there's the ones that if the parents are aware that their child can be better than many, then -hmm. they start to turn around. And and I think sometimes it's. um, Sometimes they're baseball parents or tennis parents or swimming parents because they did that as kids or their sisters right. or brothers or whatever did that. Exactly. Yeah. All the sports are difficult because all the sports are year round. So all the sports yeah. means that if you're a parent of a child, you are planning a lot of things. You're you're sacrificing many other things that you would go do in life mm-hmm. and, and you're willing to take a few days uh, frequently. Um, you're taking your vacation days off work to go visit the child go take them to a tournament or an event, mm-hmm. uh, hotel rooms, cars, uh, eating out, uh, mm-hmm. extra gas, all these kind of things. You're, mm-hmm. you're basically spending and entry fees and new clubs every couple of years because oh, children right. grow. You know? Right. They do. 
Most it's, 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 no, that was directed to her grave. Oh, she's going. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's got to be it's got to be a tough decision for parents to make, especially parents that are non-golfers, because they don't understand, you know, because golf looks easy. You know, you, you swing a stick, you hit a ball, it looks easy. Anybody who's never done it and they go, oh, <laughs> nothing to it. And they get up and they try to hit the ball and they understand. But if they don't play, haven't played and won't play, they don't understand what goes into just being able to hit the ball straight and far. Well, my parents, they're just, they're supportive. They'd be mm -hmm. happy as long as I'm happy. Right. If I were happy playing ping pong, they'd be yeah. happy. Ping pong's a little cheaper. Ping pong's <laughs> but much hard. harder. It's hard. But much harder. <laughs> Ball's the same size, <laughs> and the and the surface area you hit with is much bigger. But yeah, <laughs> the balls are it's not stationary. Quickly, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. It goes very quickly. Uh, I, case in point, I played uh, golf this past Sunday with a gentleman who is 71 years old, and he shot his age. The guy had a bum knee. He had, he had a crutch that he had to walk from the cart to his ball with to keep the weight off of his knee so it didn't hurt, okay? And I just asked him, and he was hitting, he was hitting 260, 280-yard drives at Champions Point, not Champions Point, at um, the Chariot Run. I asked him, I said, how does a guy your age with a bum knee hit the ball that far? And he said, I have no idea. He said, all I knew is that I took up the game. I, I played off and on when I was, you know, an adult. When I turned 40, I started getting serious about it, took some lessons and started practicing. When I turned 48, I decided I wanted to try out for the senior PGA Tour. So then I quit my job and I practiced every day and I played every day and I had a coach. And after eight months, I ran out of money. So that dream was shattered. But dreams like this need to be fostered and encouraged at the early ages because coaches are already looking at you, Ava, for college, aren't they? Yes. Uh, are they no, allowed I mean, to make contact or not? Not yet. No. Okay. Not yet. So they contact me. Yep. My name is not the same. My last name is not the same. So they can call <laughs> me and ask me a little bit. Right, right. And, right. you know, it, and so, of course, they're all looking. They're all trying yeah. to pay attention, you know, and they, right. they all give me a shout and go, what's, what's the level of interest and where she want to go and, you know, all that stuff. And that's great um, because then I can be somewhat of a liaison because they can't talk to the parents. Right. Yeah. They can't talk to her. Have, has the, the records been kept as they are with football players and baseball and hockey and all basketball and college of the percentage of college players that go on to a successful pro career? Because I know in you know, football the, and, and basketball, yeah, it's low. They, they do that, right. And they, and they have that percentage in golf too. And I don't know what the numbers are, but it's very small. Right. And, you know, there's, there's, an, awful lot of, there's an awful lot of people that want to turn professional. It, it's pretty interesting because, you know, there's got to be enough money in it to turn professional because otherwise you're just going after a – Yeah, I mean, you've got you to pay money and expenses paid, for something right. that's not going to pay you back. Yeah. Right. So it's got to yeah. be there. So you have to make it to the bigs. Yeah. If, if you're just hanging out on the next level down for, you know, five to 10 years, then, you know, you're, you're really spinning your wheels. Yeah. So that's why this one has already understood that this one sitting next to me is she's already thinking the top of the top, not just get to the LPJ tour. It's about, you know, becoming, you know, an, an Annika Sorenstam or a Yanni Sang or Lydia mm -hmm. Ko, right. Somebody, you know, at, at the top of the top. 
So, so that's that's where she's thinking. Janie Blaylock. Yeah. Two hundred and ninety. Don't know. Yeah. Two hundred ninety-nine yeah, consecutive, uh, consecutive cuts. cuts made on the LPGA Tour. Two hundred ninety-nine. We go three hundred. There you go. And then you ask her which one she remembers. She, the one you remember, she remembers the most, and she'll tell you it's the three hundredth. It's the one she didn't make. But yeah. that is it. I wouldn't be surprised at all if you broke that record. Because there you go. You now have another goal. Yeah. <laughs> three hundred consecutive cuts. I want my name on that list too. Yeah. There you go. Ava Bunker. Good luck, lady. You're. Uh, I mean, like you need luck. You you don't. You have you have skill, which which trumps luck. All Trust the time. me, I think we could all use luck. Well, yeah, but luck is what just as uh, when when um, opportunity meets preparation. Isn't that what they say? Yep. Yeah, and that's yep. where we are. Is always trying to keep her prepared for yep. all of it, because you never know. There's a decision being made, seemingly every week or two, about go to this tournament or go to that tournament. Something comes up. There's an invitation being given to her, you know, here or there. And next thing you know, mm -hmm. got to take it. We got to be prepared. Right. Exactly. And and just again, Jeff, because I know that there are probably some people who are listening right now who are saying, I just don't have the will or the opportunity or the wherewithal or whatever to make that kind of a commitment in time and, and preparation and practice at this age where I am now. Does that mean that they have no shot or no? Okay. Not at all. There are people out there who decide later that they're multi-sport athletes now. And, mm -hmm. and when they are, they're learning a lot of things about body control and competitiveness and how to be an athlete and, you know, how to just go about being um, ready for performance mm -hmm. in everything. And then if they choose, right. like, uh, Annika Sorenstam is a great example. She was, uh, I think she did four or five different sports growing up and golf really wasn't one of them. Oh, okay. And then she chose golf and became the Annika Sorenstam that we all know. Yeah. The best of all time. One of the best of all time. Yeah. And um, so th there's plenty of examples out there of people who did not start as young as, as Ava has um, mm -hmm. to be committed to golf and have made it up there. But nonetheless, you still have to work your way through and get to become somebody who can handle tournament play. Yeah. Ava's but somebody who has prize of tournament play now, which is terrific. Someone who, who has started as young as Ava loves it as much as Ava will definitely have a, a leg up on the competition when you get to uh, high school, college and beyond. And, um, just remember the name. You met her here first. All right. Because you're going to know her. You'll be watching her on TV in a few years. So, I mean, even in the NCAA, do you have any school you want to go to, Ava? Have any yeah. school that's, which one? Which, which one is the your, your favorite, your dream school? I did look at IU on the 4th of July. Mm hmm. I have to, I'm really impressed. Okay. Well, then again, you may you may want to go somewhere where you can play golf twelve months a year. I'm yeah, just or, or somewhere <laughs> in the Carolinas. I wouldn't be yeah. mad at that. No, no, Carolina's not too you shabby know, a place at all. No. But weather is a 
really good factor. You know, if you can play 10, 12 months a year. Somewhere by Hilton Head. Yeah, that's kind of a nice spot. Yeah, I hear they have a couple golf courses down there. We uh, we're on time here, and we'll be we'll be right back. Hang out with us. We are those weekend golf guys. Why don't you follow us on Twitter? It's very easy. Just go to twitter.com. We are at WKND Golf Guys. Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35000 or more, give us a call at 800-870-4686. That's 800-870-4686. 800-870-4686. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Ten. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try for themselves? Yeah, Nugenics is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. No problem. You just got to send them a text. Text SPARK to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of new Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help get you back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text SPARK to 321321. That's SPARK to 321321. And there you have it on this week with those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith, one of the top 100 golf instructors in the entire country and one of his top students of all time, Ava Bunker, which is a name that you need to remember because uh, she's going to be uh, going to be around for a while, barring any unforeseen trouble. So, uh, Jeff, you're going to maintain coach or do you think she'll ever outgrow you? No, she's kind of short, actually. <laughs> Oh, talk about the eye roll. (laughs) Yeah, that's a big one right there. Do you see that? She has the look down, man. Yeah. Oh, she's she hears that. (laughs) 13-year-old girl, there it is, right there. Yes, indeed. Oh man. And we're gonna, you know, take her all the way. That's the plan, right? Yeah. You get you get your caddy caddy do everything. Get your caddy contract worked out yet? I'm hoping not to caddy. He's caddied okay. once. I've caddied once. You know what? It's hot. Most of the time it's hot, John. Yeah, like, yeah. And you got to like schlep the job would be fun. But if in the tournaments that, you know, I've seen it, they're playing. If you watch the Symmetra Tour and the LPGA Tour, there's an awful lot of sweaty caddies out there. Oh, yeah. So there I, think, are. I think I'll stick to the golf coach part and, yeah. and we'll find the right caddy. And um, 
take care of that problem that way. Somewhat a lot younger and stronger. I don't stronger. think he'd have a sweaty problem if he wouldn't wear <laughs> pants all the time. Yeah, that's what golf pros do. <laughs> that's pants. it. Yeah, well, that's what golf pros and guys with ugly knees do, is they wear pants all the time. So, right. It's chicken legs. All right. right. So, <laughs> uh, so let's let's put this up there. You can uh, you can check us out online right there, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. And you can also check Jeff out there. Did I get that right? Did I spell everything right, man? Uh, you did. How about that? You did. Um, what did he miss an F? Yeah, no, probably. He's got, oh, he's got it in there. Yeah, he's got an F in there. Uh, yeah. And Facebook. we'd love it if you just went to the oh, Facebook uh, page and followed us there. Okay. About that. And we uh, better go hit the edit button on that one on a couple of these things. <laughs> and we also <laughs> want to uh, let you know that um, we we do appreciate the folks at Arnold Palmer Spiked for uh, for sponsoring uh, parts of this show. And if you don't know where to get it, Ava, you can't yet, but you know, eventually something else to, to, to put as a goal. Uh, ArnoldPalmerSpikes.com slash golf guys. You can find a retailer in your area that will have it for you. So again, we appreciate you being around. If you're serious about it, or if you just want to play it as a game forever, go get yourself some lessons, practice a little bit and go play some golf. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks, that's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.